Grandpa had sent a deckhand to the store to buy him a newspaper, and he brought back the St. Mary's Beacon. The story in the paper recounted the facts leading up to the hanging, and after Grandpa read the words, he sat me down and recited them to me, as he thought I was old enough to understand. It was easier to figure out the hanging than it was a midsummer's night dream. At least the hanging had a point. July 1, 1850 was my first hanging, and all the rest of my life, though there were many more such official acts, and a few lynchings too, I would never forget that week. From the bodies floating down the Rappahannock after the hurricane to the drama of the James Adams Theater and the dangling feet of John Henry Plater, life was streaming by in front of me in a quick fashion. When I had first boarded the Savannah with my grandfather, I had never planned on seeing all those strange events. Judge Plater did his best to stop the hanging, but the old judge was too far gone. No one wanted to listen to his pleas for clemency. The retired judge had been off the bench since before Christmas, according to the newspaper that Grandpa had read to me and Willie. The man had made a valiant speech on behalf of John Henry, and everyone was amazed that the new judge ignored his predecessor. The newly appointed judge, a contrary fellow by the name of J. Hanson Briscoe, was hell-bent to leather to hang the first man he could, in order to get the respect of the voters. Old Judge Plater had been carried into the courtroom, and when it was time for him to speak, he managed to draw himself up on shaky legs. He took a deep breath, and when he spoke, it was as if he found the voice of God himself. His deep convictions of giving charity and penance to the sinner, instead of consigning him to hell, found no audience with the new judge. After that evening with Grandpa, I made sure to find whatever local newspaper was around to bring back for reading together. By summer's end, I was able to understand a lot of them myself, but they were always more interesting when Grandpa read them to me. I was up early the next morning, and Grandpa allowed that I could go with him and Willie to the top of the hill, where the large oak tree grew out front of the courthouse. John Henry Plater was brought out from the brick jailhouse nearby, and he walked up on a small platform. A noose was tied around his neck, the other end attached to the hanging tree, and a prayer was said by a minister. John Henry was allowed last words. He told his family he loved them and was sorry for the mess he had left them. Then the platform was opened, and John Henry's life ended with a twist of rope and snap of bone.